to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside tonight on universe box. Disney wants less commercial breaks. Mel Gibson takes on the squad and the hunt for Pokemon continues. This is universe box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie De Simone. This is Universe Box for February 16th, 2017. Coming off, of, fresh off of the boxies. The boxies. I hope you joined us for them. Yeah, they, they were fantabulous last time. week. And uh, we're back for a normal episode talking about the latest pop culture news that you can shake a stick at. Shake, shake, shake. If you want shake, to. Shake, shake. And we're coming at you uh, Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST mm-hmm. at twitch.tv slash universebox or live.universebox.com. And we're joined, as always, by our lovely chatters, which right now is, is made Monica. up of Monica. So hello, Monica. Hello, How are you today? Monica. Yes. Also, speaking of Monica, mm-hmm. if you didn't catch the announcement of our Gotham Sweetheart giveaway, Monica is a big winner. Definitely. A big, definitely. Big and I believe that came out on this th- feed. So hopefully. I'm just saying. In Hopefully case they you missed, listen. well, you said, you know, in case you missed the boxies. <laughs> so, Anne Marie, what's the most uh, important, biggest thing that's happened to you in the past week? I got new leggings. You got new <laughs> leggings? <laughs> no. Well, if you want to go for a week and a half, I got a new job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're, I got uh, a new job. Do, do you want to share? Um, I do. I got a part time gig as the social media coordinator for Orlando Moms Blog. So, OMB. You, OMB. Um, if you. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. No, there's like uh, 25 contributors, writers um, mm-hmm. over there, and I am now handling basically everything that goes out very nice. so i'm creating memes and following people please mm-hmm. come follow us <laughs> um we are at orlando mom's blog on everything yeah. so mm-hmm. come hang out it's fun the, the biggest thing that happened to me this past week it, oh it and angel's the in the chat room now too angel! i is probably and this is uh because i already had something for suggestibles that i just found today but uh-huh. the new legion show on fx yeah was fantastic and it okay. I, I mean i love gotham but it might end up Hashtag being my love gotham but i think it might end up being my second favorite comic book show if it keeps going the way it was in the first like double part episode right so. well that's but crazy i just wanted to get that out there since i have something different for suggestibles but you know hey and you know what i had actually you know news so that's yeah. kind of fun i don't normally get that thing yeah it's always <laughs> good to have news so why don't we go ahead and get into the news uh we're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in televisionary <laughs> Okay, so what's first up on the docket tonight, Anne-Marie? Too many commercials. So we all hate sitting through commercials, and so does Disney CEO Bob Iger. He's no different. The company is looking to follow Time Warner's True TV example of lowering the commercial load, starting with ESPN and ABC. Or as I say it, ESPN. ESPN. You know what? You're not the only one who says ESPN. Um, Iger says that they are in the very early stages, but are seeing positive results from having lesser dis disruptions which here here so so what what do you think about this amber i you know while i don't watch too much live tv i do watch some um i would love to see shows maybe get a few minute a few extra minutes to tell their story since commercial breaks will be shorter so that means because a normal what a half hour show is like 22 minutes mm-hmm. maybe it'll bump up to like 25 which i don't think is an outrageous 
amount. Yeah. It's like what one less commercial each break or one or two here and there, readjust them, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and a few weeks ago, we actually talked about this, which is kind of interesting when it comes back around like that. Um, we talked about this in relation to the Super Bowl and commercial breaks and, and how that seems to make the game seem twice as long. And it's so true. You're always taking um, a TV timeout for commercials. And this would mm-hmm. help cut that back, especially if ESPN is one of the first stations to be cutting back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's really not surprising uh, to hear that True TV's experiment to reduce ads increase customer satisfaction overall. I mean, who doesn't want to watch more show? Although it, it did seem a little weird that they didn't mm-hmm. mention that there was a financial benefit. They were like, customers are happy. Advertisers are happy. They didn't say our bank accounts are happy. It feels like if there was a financial uh, boon to them, they'd shout it from the rooftops, you know? Well, there's not yet for Disney. And I think that's mm-hmm. who the article really focused on, which might be why we didn't get that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that I, they had a little excerpt from oh, okay. the True TV uh, oh, announcement about that. it. Yeah. yeah okay. I, think, I think it was after a year of, of doing the experiment. Okay. Well, maybe. Ads. And that's why... Yeah, but but I I I I I also wonder if this means that the that the dramatic series on ABC will have longer episodes now because back when we used to discuss Once Upon a Time on Greetings from Storybrooke, we constantly had to report on scenes that were cut for time and released the next day on YouTube. Important Mm -hmm. scenes, scenes that scenes that made the they changed the whole show. Yeah, like a very plot heavy scenes, like integral to the plot, like you know, frequently rumple. If it, if it was a house of cards, it would be like the middle The middle floor. card. Yeah. It's the middle card. I, that they pulled out to fit in a couple more commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, may, maybe if nothing else, this move will give the shows enough time to s- tell their stories. That I would mean, be great. You know, if Once Upon a Time gets another season or mm-hmm. something, maybe they'll actually have time to flesh out their stories and do a little better, maybe. Do better, people. Do better. Just do a little Just better. Just do better. Okay, uh, so what's uh, what's next up, Anne Marie? Next up is the Jawbreaker TV reboot. So E is currently working with 1999, the 1999 films executive Darren Stein and George Northey to write and produce a TV adaptation of the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, while the movie was set in high school, the update is going to follow friends involved in an accidental bachelorette party death. <laughs> what do you think about that? So, okay, well... To be fair, I have never actually seen the Jawbreaker movie. Neither have I. So I don't have a huge opinion on this, but for me, the story sort of buried the lead. Apparently, there is a Spice Girls biopic coming to Lifetime in the near future. No, no, it it says it right in the article uh, that the people, the creative team behind this Jawbreaker series reboot is working on a Spice Girls biopic for Lifetime. I, I, I couldn't actually find any info on it besides the mention in this article over on Deadline Hollywood. Uh, but uh, it, it mentions that uh, Stein and Northey both worked on it. So, so I, I don't know if you've seen any of the uh, Lifetime, uh, you know, biopics yes, or anything. Yes, we were but, big fans of those. But I really love the Save by the Bell one they did a couple years back. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited about this one. Obviously, it will never match the cinematic masterpiece that is Spice World. <laughs> but it'll be cool to hear this behind the scenes story. You totally like it was another story. What do you mean another story? That's not in this story at all. No, it there's says... There's no Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah, there's Spice Girls. Where? Uh, let's see. Uh, is that the... Imp- Stein, oh, nope, Stein's nope. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. As well as the network's upcoming Spice Girls biopic. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I... I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was really hard to do, by the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, over in the chat, by the way, Angel says, what I've been learning in this decade, apparently everybody misses the 90s. Which is perfect because 
<clears throat> so another property is hopping on the reboot wagon again. I promise I'm not going to get on my soapbox too much. Yeah. Um, so I feel like my generation has run out of all ideas and is taking everything from high school and college, scrubbing <laughs> it up and releasing it again. They're like, be free. Meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? If you're going to switch the premise just enough, like even switching from it being in a high school to being um, a bachelorette party. Give it a new name. Yeah, You're gonna switch. it does. It's not Jawbreaker anymore. Just blatantly steal the concept, create new characters. But it's the same um, producer and writer. Like, does that mean you like you just can't do any? Like, who are you fighting with about it? You wrote it. You can write yeah, a new it, title. If, if you're gonna be unoriginal, at least be original while you're doing it, right? Something like that. Well, I, you know, there's always enough similarities and differences, so I'm kind of curious to see. But yeah, I'm probably not watching this. <laughs> yeah, you also, know, it's an E you, series. <laughs> I, 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 I have a proposition for a new rule of universe box. It can't be something that neither of us haven't seen. No, what I'm saying I is would like this. Well, I, I'm just saying I suggest that we don't address reboots anymore oh. unless it's something we're excited for. Okay. Because there's just so many reboots everything's now. Everything's a reboot. And I, I feel like so many times when we mention it, it say it's, everything's a reboot. Yeah, it's, it's always, oh, these reboots. And I mean, we can only bang that drum so many times before the audience is going to get bored and wander away. But you know what? They keep making us bang the drum because they keep doing the reboots. Mm-hmm. We are pop culture and entertainment news. So this is the news that this show is coming out. And, you know, it's not like it's a straight reboot. It's a little bit different. It's taking a movie, turning it into a show, taking it from high school, aging it a few years. I'm just saying, I mean, I just thought, you know, people like Jawbreaker, so I talk about it. Yeah, I remember it being a it was very, a big deal, a much loved movie. It was a big, big deal. And yeah, the comparisons to uh, uh, that the article makes to Heather's, and uh, I, I, there was one or two other dark comedies they referenced. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those are right, right in my wheelhouse. Uh, you know, the MTV video games line from Heather's is one of my favorites, as well as the one that I really can't. I've actually say. never seen Heather's. Heather's is amazing. I guess they made a musical of it they too. Did. They uh, did. It was actually just in Orlando not long ago. Oh, was it? Uh huh. Drat. Missed it. Missed it. Um, uh, over in the chat room, Angel says take the teen wolf route where the only similarity is that there's a teenager gets bitten by a werewolf and yes while it improves his performance in sports that's not the main point see i can appreciate that yeah i've, I've heard a lot of people say really good like things that. about about show about teen wolf but i i just uh the original i love the original movies so much both teen wolf and teen wolf 2 spelled t-o-o uh starring jason bateman that i of i don't course, know if I, I could handle uh, a reboot of that i never saw and uh angel also says in the chat room that the uh music from the musical of heathers is great interesting which is great it's great to know great okay uh well you know we're we're already kind of talking movies so why don't we go ahead and grab our popcorn mm-hmm. and find our seats we're gonna open up the curtain on cinematters okay now as we do every thursday uh, we're gonna let you know about a few movies that are coming to a theater near you uh, a few standouts for this week include fist fight starring charlie day and ice cube the great wall starring matt damon a cure for wellness starring i don't know who and everybody <laughs> loves somebody saying more people uh, we don't know yeah uh, here's a little info on two selections we found interesting now uh, my suggested suggestion is actually it's a musical it's a musical uh, based on a movie uh, like heather's uh it's newsies it's a musical and based on a movie turned into a movie 
Yeah. No, it, it's a movie. Well, it's not a movie. It's a Fathom event. Oh, it's a Fathom event. Yeah. Uh, basically, this Broadway adaptation of the classic Disney film Newsies, uh, the Broadway musical, is being broadcast live tonight, uh, this coming Saturday, and next Wednesday in select theaters by Fathom Events. What's up, random days? I know. I, well, I, <laughs> I think they're literally doing a, a simulcast of a live production of it. So, oh. so they're doing three different showings of it. That's fair because then they probably get different um, cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, either different cast or just slightly different kind of performances too. Well, it's always uh, anything live is a different performance it, every time. If you're not familiar with uh, with Newsies, yes, it, tell it tells the story of a newspaper delivery boy named Jack Kelly. In the <laughs> original movie, it was played by Christian Bale. Uh, but who organizes a strike against newspaper magnate Joseph Pulitzer. Yes, Pulitzer Prize, Joseph Pulitzer, I believe. Fancy. Right? Yeah, but I, I love this movie growing up. It's a really great musical, and I've heard great things about the stage production, mm -hmm. although I... I doubt they changed it that much because it was pretty. It was a pretty Broadway kind of musical versus a Disney kind of musical oh. to begin with. I don't, have you ever seen it? No. I <laughs> I remember I remember a some dun 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 and seize the day. I remember that song. I remember a bunch of crazy stuff going on, and I remember that Vinny Barbarino, or not Vinny Barbarino, Vinny uh, Doogie Hauser's best friend from the Doogie Hauser show is one of the supporting cast members. Uh, now, while I doubt I'm going to make it out to one of these showings, I really hope they release one of the nights on DVD so I can, I can check it out. They I usually <clears throat> do stuff like that. Well, actually, no, mm -hmm. because the Fathom events are an event but i i they did one for this american life uh, uh that's number a number of years ago and they released a dvd for that i think so. that's a little bit different because it's a this american life and not a broadway production yeah because I, I know they've done them for like mm -hmm. madam butterfly and stuff like that well if nothing else I, I hope at some point a tape production of of the musical will make its way to a venue where i can actually see it there you go that's fair uh yeah and if it's playing in your area like i said you have those three nights that's tonight uh thursday uh, the 16th which it's probably already started i think today it's already... is thursday the 16th yeah that's what i'm saying oh, it's okay. tonight and so right you probably now. already missed it uh then the this coming saturday and next wednesday i i believe they're all at 7 p.m so uh yeah, you know check out fandango you might be able to get catch a ticket uh it's yeah. really good stuff okay emory what's your pick my pick is the great wall <clears throat> okay so i totally picked this because of matt damon and his funky hair i'm not gonna lie to you that's the whole reason <laughs> i picked it um, but for an action movie, it actually looks really amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the Great Wall was built to keep out vicious monsters that every so many years, I didn't catch how many, they come out to feed mm -hmm. on the people of China. So nice. they built the wall. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon plays a warrior who seems to be in China for other not so legit purposes, mm -hmm. um, but begs to get on um, to get um, out of his jail cell to fight in this war because it's the first time he can fight for something that matters. He's like, yeah. I've fought for like <clears throat> gods and criminal like it, it's never been anything like worthwhile, and this is the first time he feels like he can help something worthwhile. Mm -hmm. um, now, aside from the story which seems actually really kind of neat. Um, the visuals are beautiful. Like yes, this definitely. movie looks beautiful. Scenes of, there's scenes of people and monsters pouring out of each side of the wall. The colors, both bold and understated, tell so much of the culture and the story. And I kind of think I want to see this one in the theater because mm. there's so much, like you have these big scenes that have what looks like thousands upon thousands of characters in it. Yeah. And I just don't think my little TV or computer screen <laughs> can do it justice. 
Yeah, and uh, th- this is actually a Chinese production, mm-hmm. uh, w- which is interesting because you don't say there's not many Chinese produced films released right. in America, right? And I, I especially guess, as like a blockbustery type. Yeah, and I guess the Chinese are just mad about Mad Damon too, which is why they cast him in this. Really? Like, uh, they, 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 I wondered because yeah. there's like seven non. Um, Asian actors in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Matt Damon is one of them. So, okay, that's interesting. But but yeah, it, it does look really good uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, let's see, over here in the chat room, uh, when Monica says, uh, let's see, I tried watching Heathers and just cringed too much. Um, and uh, I, I think, uh, Monica, if you're cringing, that that's intentional. It's it's a bit of a ton-in-cheek, very mm-hmm. almost Mel Brooksian kind of dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, then she says that a friend of hers saw The Great Wall last night and loved the visuals. Nice. And then Angel says a cure for wellness actually intrigues me, despite the fact that some uh, times even psychological thrillers are too much for me. I agree. I almost picked that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing, I, I think I saw a TV commercial for it, and it looked kind of interesting. I, I It didn't, like, leap out to me oh i gotta go see that in the theater right. though okay so let's see here okay uh, what's up next so who is going to direct the suicide squad sequel who so indeed with david ayers out who's going to take the helm of suicide squad sequel well mel gibson is interested as a part of his career reinvention tour uh ruben flesher from Zombieland, mm-hmm. daniel es- Espinoza of Safe Safe House and Jonathan Levine, I should have practiced all these names, from Warm Bodies, all have their hats in the ring at the moment, so only time will tell. Yeah. Thoughts, William? Uh, well, you know, Gibson is a pretty decent director. I, I, I enjoyed uh, Braveheart, and I definitely enjoyed Elements of Passion, Passion of the Christ, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But his works up to this point as a director have been a lot more serious than I'd expect for a Suicide Squad movie. I mean, right. uh, he, he's known to be sort of a pranker on set, and he's been in uh, several comedic films that, oh, yeah. that were really good, com- like What Women Want and uh, the recent uh, Jodie Foster-directed movie that I, I caught on Netflix a couple weeks back, The beaver uh about about this guy who uh who decides that having a beaver on it a puppet a beaver puppet on his hand to Mm -hmm. communicate with everyone is the way to fix his life uh and (laughs) it's hilarious if you haven't watched it it's on netflix uh but you know you really haven't there's not really a lot of comedy in you know the tale of the crucifixion or the story of braveheart or uh what was that other one? Apocalyptico or whatever. Something like that. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, so I, 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 I'm kind of doubtful about his comedic chops as a director. Okay. Well, but, you know, he's following up Hacksaw Ridge, which he won six mm-hmm. Oscar nominations for. Um, yeah. hold on. Again, I doubt a very funny movie. No, but that's where I was getting to when my screen decided to scroll way further than I needed it to. <laughs> um, but eh, now too far in the other way. He's done some other things some comedy stuff computers it's <laughs> giving me issues anyway i'll just give you my thoughts um, well, well, I, I i i wanted to mention though uh the, the other possible directors oh i'm sorry Go oh ahead. no it's fine it's fine oh first of all ruben fletcher uh would would be my pick out of all the candidates listed because Zombieland i uh, had a really similar tone to suicide squad right uh plus i i, I don't know i kind of like the idea that jesse eisenberg was in the star of Zombieland, and then he's oh, lex luther so in the dc cinematic universe yeah that would be kind of Fun. fun i do wonder though if the fact that two of the directors here 
have directed zombie flicks before. They have the director of Zombieland and the director of Warm Bodies. Both movies I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it might. I, I, I'm wondering if it might offer a hint of the Suicide Squad sequel's plot. Uh, maybe it'll be a riff on uh, the classic comic book storyline from like 2005, Blackest Night, okay. with a black lantern ring creating an army of zombies that the squad has to take down. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'd watch that movie. If you're not familiar with Anne-Marie... Uh, the you know the Green Lantern, right? I'm aware of Green Lanterns. Well, well there's the Green Lantern, which is, green represents willpower, yeah. and there, there are all sorts of other colored rings that represent different things, like uh, the purple, the sa- sapphire uh, rings represent passion, indigo represents peace, I think, and anyway. then the black ring uh, can reanimate the dead. And uh, so they did this big storyline a number of years ago where uh, the, this guy named Black Mask got a hold of the Black Lantern power battery and dispatched Black Lantern rings across the DC universe and brought back to life all of the dead characters in the DC universe. Like you had a... Nightwing facing off against uh, his parents who had died in the circus. You had Batman facing off against Thomas and Martha Wayne. Why were they facing off? Because they they had the black lan- lantern rings on. So not only were they reanimated corpses with all the memories of the person, but they were also evil. Okay, see, so, that was the part yeah. that you left out. You just said they reanimated. You didn't say that they came back bad. Yeah, I, I mentioned two examples about uh, that involved personal connections, but there were a lot of villains who had died that came right, back. Right, and that's what I was too, expecting. Yeah. And then you used parents, and I was very <laughs> confused but, but you know that would be a really cool that would be take for the suicide squad sequel especially since green lantern is going to be coming into the movie universe probably in justice league yeah probably so but what do you think okay so clicking back over to my notes i'm kind of sad that david Ayers is out because i loved the original suicide squad um mm-hmm. i i don't really know how i feel about mel gibson directing uh, I haven't seen anything he's worked on since his meltdown, which is why I'm completely nervous about this entire situation. Uh-huh. Um, however, I finally found the part in the article I was trying to quote. Um uh, says, how do you follow up the success of Hacksaw Ridge? First, you pursue a part in a comedy sequel starring Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Next, you line up a role alongside Vince Vaughn in a movie about corrupt cops. Then you get on the comic book bandwagon, evidently. Okay, so he's taking, you know, after that serious Hacksaw Ridge, he's gone the route of two comedies mm-hmm. leading into the everybody does a comic book movie um, part of his career uh, that seems to be happening. So, you know, maybe he can do the comedy. Maybe maybe that's something that Mel Gibson can do. Yeah, it's a kind of... It's an, just weird. Like, yeah. I... I well, I think Mel Gibson has said in interviews that he he didn't want to do any comic book movies. No, he wants to do it because of Will Smith. Oh, okay. It's all because um, the article actually talks about how Will Smith and Mel Gibson wanted to work together on The Accountant, which was the Ben Affleck movie from about a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was not long after the meltdown, so all the execs were like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so it went to Batfleck. Um, but I just... Things I don't understand is like why if you have a sequel so relatively close to the original like coming out time, yeah, um, you wouldn't just use the same director. Like unless mm-hmm. there is a reason to not. And I mean, sure, another movie within the same universe, but doesn't it make sense to have them have the same director? Like figure out your timing. Um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe you know, maybe the reason he's not coming back for Suicide Squad is because of the the Harley right. Quinn thing, and maybe Harley Quinn won't be back for Suicide Squad. It's possible. That's it. I'm out. Well, the thing, the no, thing I with know. Suicide Squad and the comics in general, mm-hmm. it's a rotating team. 
You know, okay. so so you know they have one set of villains. They're in the Suicide Squad for a while, and then oftentimes they don't even relaunch the book, and they'll switch out half the characters or three quarters mm-hmm. of the characters. I mean, it might be possible that you know. Maybe Deadshot and Killer Croc are the only two people who come right. back from the original movie for the new team. Okay. Yeah, you, you know. So okay, see that makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing it. I don't care who's directing it. I'm seeing yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Because definitely. you know, alone in our principles, we loved Suicide <laughs> Squad. Wasn't it the award-winning Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah, or uh, Oscar-nominated. Oscar-nominated Suicide Squad. Yes, definitely. I love the movie. Can't wait to see the sequel. Yep. Okay, uh, hopefully uh, it'll have a decent director, though. Whoever that may be. Whoever it may be. Whoever Okay, it may calm be. down, guys. Calm down. Calm it down. We're about to try to take and take a gigabyte out of the future without microchipping our teeth. Let's get technological. Tech, 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 technological, tech, 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 technological, tech, 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 technological, logical, 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 logical. Okay, uh, Anne-Marie, what's up first? And this is a story we're both very excited we're about. We're both really excited about it. So over 80 more Pokemon and new features are coming to Pokemon Go. Now, go update yep. your app. So prepare yourself. Right Boxy award-winning Pokemon <laughs> Go is about to go to the next level. With the latest up- update that is out now, we are going to be getting a bevy of goodies from berries to avatar accessories to people really care about that to new evolutions and tons more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Some of the evolutions, you have to get stuff from Pokestops to be able to evolve them. Oh, wow. Like you can't just collect. You don't. It's just you have to have that one specific thing. So good luck, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this game just got a whole lot more complicated. It just got a whole lot more difficult. Um, <laughs> Niantic uh, took inspiration from Pokemon Silver and Gold for this latest expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you think before I go a little uh, gaga? Well, I, I, I sort of I got the update downloaded and got kind of got it working. Uh, before we started recording today, there were auto, all, already new Pokemon waiting for me. Yeah, they were. Uh, but... By far, uh, the thing I'm most thankful for so far is the ability to switch between the type of ball you use, like a great ball, an ultra ball, Quickly. a regular Pokeball, and new berries directly from the fight screen. They have two icons on the side of the fight mm-hmm. screen, and you just click it, and you can switch out the ball without having to go into that other menu and click th- scroll through. And mm-hmm. It takes like a minute doing it the old way, and now right. it's just like... Doop, doop. Done, uh, which uh, it's it just going to make things so much easier when mm-hmm. it comes to catching Pokemon. Uh, not since the addition of Batch trading Pokemon for candies uh, has Ni- Niantic increased Pokemon Go's efficiency to such a degree. Absolutely. I, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, one of the other big features, uh, you can customize your avatar and do all this stuff. Ooh, I, I- I couldn't give a crud about it. I've never been a big fan of creating your own avatar. I usually just hit random and and get to playing the actual game. Like, who cares what the character looks like? I just want to play the game. Well, especially in Pokemon Go when you don't really interact with people. Like, you don't have friends. (laughs) You don't have friends. Um, Like, you're not, other than in the gyms, Mm -hmm. you don't see them. And even then, you see them for like two seconds. Yeah, and it's not like I'm posting about, anytime I post a screenshot from Pokemon Go on something, I'm not doing it because of, look, my avatar looks really cool. I'm like, right. oh, look, I, I did this thing or I got this Pokemon or I saw this weird glitch that looks kind of funny because it looks like uh, it's funny. Pikachu's hopping on Rattata's head or something like that. You right. know? But what do you think, Anne-Marie? Yay! <laughs> um, I am by far most excited about the new Pokemon because I am tired of hunting the same old, same old since July. The different berries also seem to be fun, but do I need them? 
Uh, I'm going to say no for now, but hey, I'll use it. Yeah, I guess I get one them. of the berries makes the Pokemon slower. Okay. It, yeah, and then one of them does something else. Yeah, I didn't read that far. Um, <clears throat> I guess I need to go on a Poke Hunt this weekend to try and get some new guys. Update. <laughs> so I saved this before actually checking it out. So I have been catching Pokemon when I should have been prepping for this episode. So mm-hmm. much fun and it has made the game way, way better. Yeah. Like I already I already got an award for catching five <laughs> Poke- five new Pokemon. Nice. Um, and this is also how I know the update thing uh, or the evolving. Mm-hmm. There's also new evolutions for like EVs mm-hmm. and stuff like that because, you know, you keep getting the same evolution over and over. So it's really neat that there's all that. Also, another bonus, if you um, catch them on the first ball you get um an extra 50 xp nice nice so you know how like when you hit it directly in the center you get 10 mm -hmm. or something like that you get 50 just for getting it on the first ball yeah and and uh to be accurate and informationally here uh there's two different types of berries nab nab berries uh will slow down the pokemon's movements Uh, making it easier to catch, and the the pinap berry doubles the amount of candy you'll receive if you catch if your catch attempt succeeds. Mm-hmm. So so both of those are a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I guess there's a lot of uh, new sort of uh, oh blocks that the Pokemon will do while you're oh. trying to catch them too, instead of just doing the same thing every time. So so. Mm-hmm. Very exciting, and once everyone goes to sleep, maybe I can actually catch a new Pokemon because the the app was it's, it's, mostly non-functional. It, um, it. What was it? Probably like seven o'clock when we mm-hmm. both realized we had the update. You like it was slow. Snow was molasses. Just like in July when everybody first got it. So yeah, this is probably the biggest anything that they've done mm-hmm. because there's new Pokemon. Yeah. Like, really, nobody cares about the berries and the functionality. Mm. There are new Pokemon. And, and also one thing to note, too, is that they they've have the cost of upgrading yes. your, your Pokemon bag. Yes. So, so you know, if you... For now. If you keep running out of space, you can, you can, keep get, upgrading. You can get the upgrade for half the Pokemon coins, coins. Although I think they should really just give, give, you, you. give users one upgrade just so mm. they can get all this cool new stuff. Yeah. Okay, Amory, what's up next? Next, meet... Gita or Gita. I'm not really sure because I didn't create it. So if you can't be bothered to carry around all of your stuff, meet Gita to a round robot that can follow you around for miles, mm-hmm. miles, carrying up to 40 pounds of your stuff. It follows you around based on a piece of wearable technology that you keep on yourself, mm-hmm. even if you're running or on a bike, because this thing can go up to 22 miles per hour. Uh-huh. Look for a, a full rollout in 2018 that could even include a big brother kilo that can carry up to 250 pounds. That's it. I'm putting mm-hmm. my kids in and then I'm going. <laughs> I'm good. Nice. Uh, this article over on Wired that talks about it, I thought mm-hmm. it was really interesting that they compare uh, the device to the Vespa scooter mm-hmm. uh, when it when it was first introduced. It, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense. It's this small device that makes urban living a lot easier, cheaper, more mm-hmm. affordable, convenient. I, I, I do wonder, though, about apartment dwellers. I guess uh, you have to lug the 40 to 60 pounds down the stairs before the thing really becomes useful. Right. Or I because I, I do they I don't know if they even said in the article how much it weighs. Empty. They didn't say how much it weighs. Um, 
Yeah, and they didn't say how much it's going to cost either. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just saying, though, that if, if these things become as prevalent as those darn hoverboards, I'd say we're officially living in the future. Like, seeing a bunch of people, like, walk down the street with mm-hmm. a little robot rolling behind them, yeah, we're officially in the future. We're officially now. in the future, and I mean, they, they have to be heavy enough that people can't just, like, pick it up and go. Very true. Because Very true. if you're, like, biking and your little thing is chasing you. <laughs> Can you imagine how neat that would be, though? Because if you're, like, living in a city... So you just you don't go to the grocery store like one big trip. Mm-hmm. You take, you know, a little trip every other day and get a couple of things. Yeah. You know, your bike into the store and instead of having to carry your groceries on your handles, mm-hmm. you have this little guy wheeling behind you. Like how awesome is that? Oh, when I lived in Philadelphia, this would have been coming very much in handy because mm-hmm. uh when I lived there, me and my girlfriend at the time, we'd have to walk like three miles to and from the grocery store. Oh, my God. I, and, you know, carrying a week's worth of groceries between the two of us. And ah, so inconvenient. Wow. This would have been much better. That would have been. Why didn't we live in but 2016? you know what? If you couldn't afford a taxi to and from the grocery store, you mm-hmm. couldn't afford this guy. We did that once or twice. I would uh, imagine. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm buying all of the groceries and taking a cab. Yeah, and it was during the summer, too. So we Ooh. couldn't get anything that would spoil on the way you know, on oh, the half hour walk no back. Frozen. Ew. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take two. These would be absolutely fantastic, but I'm sure overpriced for my budget. Uh, They'd be great on like a college campus or in a bigger city, even in like a big office building to help Mm -hmm. you carry around your stuff between meetings. I think this would be so much fun. It's like a backpack that follows you and you don't have to hurt your shoulders. Yeah, I I, I didn't get too in-depth in the article how does it, it know to follow you is it like it's an a, app or no you have a wearable okay it's a, I, so, I said it was in the description oh sorry yeah yeah there's a wearable um it didn't it just said a wearable so i don't know if it's like a button or mm-hmm. a wristband or yeah. what exactly you know a little something you keep in your pocket mm-hmm. um but how cool is that and it's fun because it's like it doesn't take turns well but it does a ballet pirouette very nice because it's a circle so it can't just like (laughs) like it just and then follows you so i think it's it's so neat and i really want one i like it over in the chat room in reference to our our mel gibson discussion with suicide squad uh hyperion angel angel gives exaggerated eyebrow raise at director choice which is appropriate because mel gibson kind of has exaggerated eyebrows so uh yeah a very good call there angel okay we're gonna get back to all these news stories in just a second but first we want to tell you a little bit about our patreon Uh, if you don't know what patreon is it's over patreon.com slash universe boxes where you can find Mm -hmm. ours it's a way you can support creators whose content you like yeah like us and uh you know pay, pay them back a little bit for the time and effort and actual sometimes monetary investments they make into making the content you love right and uh there's a lot of great rewards available for uh supporters of patreon Swords. Sorry. Uh, it, you can give anywhere from a dollar a month to two dollars a month to three dollars a month to six dollars a month to four dollars a month to 25 dollars a month with all sorts of different support levels there's also goals we can unlock like mm-hmm. uh movie commentaries a live universe box party in orlando florida all sorts Absolutely. of stuff but probably the most important benefit is if you give five dollars a month you become a member of the five dollar star patrons club Mm -hmm. it comes with two major benefits number one we'll read your name out on every episode of every podcast we do for the entire month you give support at that level number two we will carry up to 40 pounds of anything you have and follow behind you and take it where you need to go so you don't need one of these stupid robots you have but i can't pirouette i can't 
It's all him, man. So it's all him. I'll be the wearable. You can, you carry, I'll hop on their back and be the wearable. You carry the stuff, I'll pirouette. Oh, no, It's no. a done deal. Okay, uh, the people who are going to get uh, carrying slash pirouetting from me uh, this month are Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Costa Commotion, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and a new addition, Patrick Cohn. Welcome to the $5 Star Patrons Club, Patrick. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, we can't wait to carry all your stuff. Uh, <laughs> if, if you want to become a patron like them and be special and be awesome, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And, and to remember, remember to think, think outside. outside. Okay, so next up. Okay, we have ours in, so why don't you go ahead and throw on your headphones and warm up your pipes. Me, We're me, going me, to me. make sure your modern music knowledge is in you were a little A-flat there, Anne-Marie. What's Dude, the I wouldn't know anything. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to talk about the Academy Awards performers. So some of this year's musical performances will come from Justin Timberlake, Sting, John Legend, and the Moana duo of Lin-Manuel Miranda and... <sighs> okay, I'll... I'll, I'll look, I'm the girl from Moana. I'm sorry. I can't say your name. Uh, just call her Moana. <laughs> Moana. The Academy Awards air February 26th on ABC. So you have a little over a week mm-hmm. until then. So what do you think? Now, out, out of all the breakdowns of the performers here, Break the only down. songs listed here that I've heard are the ones from La La Land. Nice. Uh, which will be performed by John Legend, who apparently is not a legend and actually still exists. Nope. Still a legend. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wonder why they don't just let the original performers from the films perform their own tunes. I I, I mean, I'd love to see Emma Stone do a live version of Audition, for example, from La La Land. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess in a sense, it could be because they're out in the audience, uh, you know, for the award show. But by the same token, a lot of times, like I remember back when South Park Bigger, Longer and Uncut was really? nominated. No, it, well, when it was nominated for Best Song. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, what, what's his name? Robin Williams was also nominated for an acting uh, mm-hmm. award that year, but he performed the song. Blame Canada uh, uh, in, in, in the show. So so I, I, I'm wondering, what you, they should be able to make that work, you know? They might be able to. The thing is, uh, with La La Land, John Legend did a lot of the stuff for the soundtrack because he was in the movie. Yeah, he was in the movie. <laughs> he was kind of in the movie. So I think he may have been... Uh, and I, I really, I'm not sure. Was he maybe the writer? No, he didn't write he any didn't of write the music. He didn't write it at all. No. Okay. I didn't know because he, he is. He a... might have done some of the compositions for the, the jazz band he leads in the movie. That's possible. But I, I don't think he wrote any of the songs. Okay. Well, then yeah. I'm not sure about that. Because I, I, I forget the person's name, but I know they're they're writing a song for the Supergirl Flash musical episode they're doing this. Oh, that's right. This year, and I know the name wasn't John Legend when it's I read not that John article. John Legend, because so. we actually talked about that the other day. <laughs> Things I should keep notes on. But what do you think um, about this, <clears throat> So I haven't kept up on awards show like at all lately. But these except as, for the boxies, except for the boxies, the most important of award course, show, of course, of uh, the Gotham dominated boxies. Um, <laughs> boxies so these are some performances though that i might have to watch the next day because i haven't even i still haven't seen anything from the grammys i'm a little nervous of beyonce's and her crazy goal to get up um but these are all some really fantastic performers Mm -hmm. and you know this house might be obsessed with lin-manuel miranda a little bit and i kind of am completely in love with the justin timberlake song from trolls (laughs) like a lot a lot every time it comes on like uh my amazon music i'm like yes Never heard it. Yes, you did. You just don't know you heard it. Fair enough. You've heard it in the car with us. I well, I, I blocked it out. You block everything out unless it's Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton. 
Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Okay, what's up next, Anne-Marie? Kanye, I am a saint. So yesterday, um, a Reddit user posted leaked lyrics from Kanye's I am a saint. With lyrics about diapers, bottles, and Toys R Us, this might be a dedication to Kanye and Kim's son, Saint. Okay, so so I'm going to run through these lyrics real quick, and then I've prepared a deep analysis of this because I, this is so exciting to me. It's a, I am a saint. I am a saint. I am a saint. I am a saint. Hurry up with my finger paint. Hurry up with my diaper change. Get my damn milk bottle arranged. I am a saint. Even though I am a baby, my whole life in the hand of yay. So yay better keep playing with me. As uh, soon as uh, they like you, you make them unlike you because sleeping through the night is so unlike you. The only baby compared to Yeezy. So give me my milk in a bottle that's squeezy. And here's a few songs teddies to quiet you down i only eat puree because i can't bite food uh young blank mentally still in high school uh since uh since the diapers they always liked you uh blue blank bibs with a blanking rattle uh, <laughs> it ba- is kanye guys baby with parents uh, and the colors of cattle i'm a good kid man i ain't a rat bag only one year old but i wear my cap back born in december with my bald head shining crawl in this bounce house and change the climate something smells now they change and change my garment until the day i get my driver's license i am a saint so hurry up with my finger paint and a toys r us real late hurry up with my easy bake i just talked to Jesus. he said change your diaper please as i said Go goo goo gaga, goo goo gigi gaga gaga. Uh, I know he's my daddy, but he ain't buy buy me that teddy. Your money's my money. Now let's get that bunny. I am a saint. I am a saint. I am a saint. Brilliant lyrics again from Yeezy himself, Kanye. Okay, and there's so much to unpack here. Uh, first of all, when Yeezy says, uh, "So give me," uh, hold, hold on, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, when, when Yeezy says, "So give me my money in a bottle that's squeezy," I think he's referencing the tremendous pressure he faces in the media. His milk. The pure talent that courses through him and the media has made it squeezy by constantly mocking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I'd like to discuss the true meaning of the m- bunny mentioned in the in the in verse two here. Fake. Uh, what? I'm sorry, Bill, but no, don't be the bunny. W- what do you mean fake? Dude, it's totally fake. It's fake? It's totally fake. Totes. We, we have Totes. a fake story on we have Universe a fake, Box. A fake story in Universe Box about Kanye. Universe Box is fake news. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Now, what's in the box? You're about to find out. We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the The universe box. (laughs) Okay, so Anne-Marie, what's our first story here? The thimble is out. So for over 80 years, families have fought over who would or wouldn't be the thimble when playing Monopoly. But those times are coming to an end. Mm -hmm. The piece has been voted out during January's Token Madness. However, things like emojis and hashtags will be coming to a game near you. So why did you pick this story, Anne-Marie? Because it's the thimble, dude. thimble? It's the thimble. This is like an American, like... Thing. Mm-hmm. Did you not play Monopoly growing up? Did you not fight over who was what oh, character? No, no, I did. And I definitely understand the thimbleism. But, uh, you know... <laughs> but I just... I actually wonder why they chose the thimble. I, I it was voted. It, it, it was, was voted was to a, leave it? Yes, it was a vote. Mm-hmm. Like, And this is not the first thing that's been voted out. Yeah. Like, they I forget which other one. They voted out like a few years ago. But they voted out mm-hmm. the thimble, and it's probably because people don't really use thimbles that much anymore. Well, I was, but... I was going to say, Angel says in the chat room that she thought it was always the race car that was fought over. 
Oh, I kind of, we kind of really liked the thimble in my house. Did you? We really did. You were you were big thimble fans. I, I, I always it I, was I, lots of thimbleism. I'm having to look at this picture from the article of you know the the symbols oh. here. I I think I always liked the top hat and mm. uh, I, See, I I like the, the, was it the dog the car and the shoe. And I think they voted out the dog too. Like, how do you mm. vote these things out and you vote in a hashtag and an emoji? Yeah, I I, I always liked the shoe because it had a shoehorn in it. Yeah, <laughs> but no foot. <laughs> So I always thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, for like sure. I don't, I don't understand. You know, why does everything have to? You can have an updated version. There's mm-hmm. like seven bazillion versions of Monopoly. Yeah. There's like, couldn't you just put out like Emojiopoly or something like that? Like, well, leave the classic, the classic. This, don't this, touch it. This feels like one of those updates to a classic thing that they do to get with the times. That they roll back in two years once it becomes dated to the original version. And I'm sure that'll be the case here. I'm also probably pretty sure that with as many different versions of Monopoly as they sell, mm-hmm. that there's going to be a classic version and the mm-hmm. the trendy hashtag version. Uh, let's see here. Over in the chat room, Angel says uh, that the top hat was always one of her favorite choices. And kids these days shakes fist to this guy, even though she's probably the youngest person here. Yes, you are. Very true on both counts. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's see here. My universe box for this week is the fact that Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams TV series from Brian Cranston is being picked up by Amazon. I literally understood like four words in that entire <laughs> Don't worry. I, I will explain. Thank you. Okay, Amazon will produce a new anthology series based on the short stories of famed sci-fi author Philip K. Dick, whose works have been adapted into such films as Minority Report and Blade Runner, I think Total Recall, too, mm-hmm. as well as the Amazon series Man in the High Castle. Uh, Breaking Bad's Brian Cranston will produce, as well as starring in one episode in season one. Okay, first off, I don't think I've ever shared this on our uh, bibliophile segment whenever we have it uh but i I absolutely love philip k dick's works uh his stories are a little cracked sometimes in the same way that grant morrison's are Mm -hmm. uh but in all the best ways i really hope that there's one short story and i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head Mm -hmm. but there's actually one short story where he's not the main character he's more of the antagonist but it's actually philip k dick and one of his fictional characters comes and visits him in his trailer and tries to teach him this truth about the universe i i'm i'm a little foggy on it because it's been a while since i've read it but that would be a really good one to adapt especially if cranston was Phil, played philip k dick in well, it. you know he's going to but uh you know I, I i think though that cranston being involved is a huge check in the plus column for this project mm-hmm. i and while i only made it about halfway through season one of man in the high castle i think an anthology series will be a lot easier to get through particularly if they have a wide range of talent both in front of and behind the cow camera like they did on say netflix's black mirror mm-hmm. i and i i also love that anthology series are returning in a big way it's great because you can sit down and you can catch an episode whenever you want get a complete story you don't have to oh there's a cliffhanger so i have to watch the next episode right now and you can skip around if you want you can just like look at the episode descriptions mm-hmm. you know see oh that one sounds interesting i'll watch that one because they don't have characters it's or, not content like or, continuous yeah there's not characters or plot in common it's all just themes the theme and the mood or what's in common so you're you always know you're going to get a story that makes you feel a certain way usually a little unsettled mm-hmm. and uh it, it's just a uh, you know a big variety and uh by the way uh welcome to the chat room uh win uh 
who I have a feeling very possibly might might like Philip K. Dick. If you like uh, Philip K. Dick, uh, they're doing an Amazon series uh, when if you want to weigh in in the chat room here. Okay, so, you know, as always, uh, we like to point out some holiday because there's always holidays in this darn world and there's always holidays on friday in particular so amory what holidays do we have coming up tomorrow tomorrow we have my way day which means you're all following what i say to do cool not really no it's, no is no, it is it for the song no it's, it it's literally way. like you have to follow like it's basically my way or the highway type of a day. okay okay um random acts of kindness day Mm -hmm. which is like my absolute favorite nice. and world human spirit day. And you know what? I think we need some good old human spirits. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess running around here, I, I guess, you know, so tomorrow what you need to do is do something it, nice. Just do something. It, you know what? Well, he, here's what you need to do to do. Okay. If it's supposed to be my way, then you need to rip your spirit out of your body and give it to somebody else as a random act of kindness. That way you're making, you're doing a random act of kindness, but you're doing it your way because it's your spirit. I really just want you to do a random act of kindness for somebody, yeah. buy them a coffee, leave them a flower, buy a balloon and tie it onto <laughs> a car, write a thank you note to somebody you should have said thank you to five mm -hmm. years ago. Do something nice for somebody other than yourself, even though I don't know how it's my way and random acts of kindness day. It just doesn't work. Um, yeah. And your homework that you can send into contact at universebox.com. Tell me what you did. Or tell, tell us what you I did. I want to know what you did. Or tell us about a time that somebody did something for performed you. a random act of kindness for you. Mm -hmm. I, I think that would be good. That would be sure. nice too. And uh, I, not Angel. Sorry. Nope. Uh, one in the chat room says, uh, sorry to be late. She was gaming. And yes, looking forward to the Philip K. Dick show. Nice. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? Stuff I like. Uh, so what are we excited about this week? We're offering up our recommendations and suggestibles. Okay, so I'm going to go first here, and I, this is actually something I just discovered today. Uh, a re reiteration, though, of my suggestible of the Legion series on FX. It's pretty darn good. But, <laughs> but this is a podcast. It's called Missing Richard Simmons. Uh, remember how uh, there were all those reports back in 2014 that Richard Simmons went missing? Yes. Uh, well, he's still gone. And the host of this what? new podcast, uh, produced in the same vein as NPR's Serial, uh, was attending one of uh, his fitness classes when it happened happened he was a student of richard simmons and then it, he, he he goes in the podcast and he's like you know they were just like richard's not here this week come back next week and then they put up a sign richard's not here this week come back next seriously week. and they kept swapping out the sign every week and it it really bugged this guy obviously <laughs> uh, so the aim of the podcast is to give a more complete picture of richard simmons life and hopefully find out what happened and you know make sure he's okay i now i, I listened to the first episode of this today and it was really compelling. Unlike Serial, which I think I, I, I didn't like that much. I thought it got into the weeds too much. Uh, this is coming from somebody who was actually involved in the events being mm -hmm. discussed, which gives it an authenticity that Serial lacked. Uh, it, without making the narrative about the host of the podcast, something that Serial and several other true crime podcasts are guilty of, there's a narrative, but it's really a narrative about the journalist investigating the story instead of 
the actual story, what actually happened in it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the first episode's great. It's about half an hour long. It just kind of gives you the setup. But I, I can't wait to hear more. And I really hope that the power of a podcast can find Richard Simmons and make sure he's okay. I always really liked his positive spirit and his high energy. I, he, he's, I loved, me and my mom did his tapes all yeah, the Oh, time. yeah, I did Sweating to the Oldies when I was a kid. Like, oh, pony! I'm a pony! Like, come on. My mom had the deal a meal cards and everything oh, if sure you remember the deal a meal i they go into it uh deal a meal a bit in the in the first episode of the podcast they're also if you have any personal experiences with richard simmons if you go to their web website it missing richard you can leave them a voicemail uh to you know give them some insight into the real man uh behind the shorts uh, so yeah over in the ch- it, really good podcast highly recommended and angel says that uh it sounds like an interesting podcast for sure true dot true true dot okay so Anne marie what is your suggestible okay so well in the vein of having two suggestibles but one sort of off the cuff big little lies premieres this week and mm-hmm. this book is absolutely fantastic fantastic by leanne moriarty um yeah moriarty um I've loved everything I've read of her, so really looking forward to this because it has Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, and Shailene Woodley. So it's like really good actresses Uh in a book that I really loved. So this is me suggesting something I haven't seen before. So you're welcome. All right. My real suggestible, however, is completely different. It's Cosmic Kids Yoga. Bear with me. So I discovered this website slash YouTube channel a few years ago when we were in Atlanta and hit with snow and literally could not go anywhere because everything was like ice Uh, because it's Atlanta. Uh, I still love it. Now, Mm -hmm. the kids don't really like to do the yoga as much as I would like them to, but I love the concept. And it's just fun. So there are stories. And she does yoga, adapted yoga, basically. Um, sort of not dumbed down, but simplified and it's more given characters instead of like the proper names. Mm-hmm. Um, but it tells stories. There's a Star Wars, a Harry Potter, a Frozen, and there's also guided meditations Very in nice. this, which is something that I want to try and bring into our house a little bit. But it's a great way to get started, like living a bit of a yoga lifestyle if you get really, really bored easy because this British lady is absolutely fantastic and I mm-hmm. want all of her jumpsuits, yeah. which are like $200 on Amazon, so I'm not getting one. Mm-hmm. But they're amazing. And, you know, it's a it really is good. Like if you can't do like hardcore yoga or even starter hardcore yoga, it's nice for you to get moving. Yeah. And some of them are really short. They're just like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they actually have some that are designed for like smaller kids versus some older kids. Um, and I just find the lady very soothing and fun. Very nice. So, Cosmic Kid Cosmic yoga. Kids Yoga. You can find a link to that in everything we've talked about at universebox.com for this episode number 28, produced on February 16th, 2017. What's up, random? <gasps> okay, uh, now... If, we're getting towards the end of the show, but we still can't wait to hear your blathering. Let's hear what our listeners have to say in Blather Skype. Uh, now, as always, we, we love to hear uh, your thoughts on what we've talked about, or you can do the homework, which, number one, random acts of kindness. Do it. If you've performed one or had one performed to you. Let us know about it. Other piece of homework, I think, why don't you suggest to us your favorite podcast that we don't produce? Please. Yeah. Please give me a new podcast. I have a few that I like, but I need besides, new ones. Besides Missing Richard Simmons, of course. Right. Uh, you, you can send in uh, your blather Skypes over to contact at universebox.com. Twitter's at universe underscore box. The Instagram is at universe underscore box. Mm-hmm. The Facebook is 
facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we have some blather skites this week from Monica, right? We do. Okay, Monica says, hey, guys, I'm so excited about winning Stabby Babs. I love her. Thanks. Um, so a couple weeks ago, you asked how we keep up with our shows. I don't have kids, live alone, and I still can't keep up. <laughs> Though to be fair, I want to watch all the things. I don't have cable and use multiple platforms. By the way, thanks for the sling recommendation. You're welcome. Yes. Um, to sling watch TV. Them. So I have a spreadsheet to keep up with all the things. Wow. I actually have been considering doing this and putting mm-hmm. it on Universe Box. So nice. that's fine. Here's a summary of her list. There are 11 shows that are in season. Thank goodness four of them are getting canceled this year. <laughs> Two might be picked up, might pick up. Uh, APB, I don't know APB, do you? Um, and Powerless. Monica, you're in the chat. Tell me what APB is. Um, the pilot to Powerless was okay. I'll give it a few more. Mm-hmm. I think you should because we enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, five of them are on a mid-season break. <laughs> five of them are on a season break. And 23... 23 are canceled or she's multiple seasons behind (laughs) and then there's lost yeah (laughs) that's fantastic um you guys also asked what our favorite new show was this year and mine is the good place very nice um i was curious before y'all talked uh, talked it up and binged just before winter break i didn't see the twist coming but was relieved that little miss narcissistic fundraiser wasn't really in the good place me too (laughs) um she drove me batty it's a fun show and drove home the point that I hadn't had a comedy on my lineup since Psych was canceled. Thanks and see you tonight, Monica, a.k.a. Crafty Mojo. P.S. Jekyll was a great show. Gave me bo- goosebumps, not goosebumps, goosebumps every time Hyde referred to Jekyll and his ex-wife as mommy and daddy. <laughs> You'll just have to watch it. Yes, definitely. Uh, and uh, Monica over in the chat room, APB is for All Points Bulletin. I have never heard of that. It, I, I don't know if the show is called All Points Bulletin or just APB. Because I know APB because that's that's a cop term. And, and how would you know cop terms? Because I used to be a cop. Angel oh. also uh, recommends uh, catch or says that I've given up on catching up on all the things. I think that's okay because you're to- really behind on all the things. Yeah, it's totally. By the way, have, have I talked at all on the show about how hard April's going to be for me? Because no, you haven't. Go ahead, share with the every group. show I follow is coming back from some way, in shape, April. or form in April. Gotham's going to be back in April. Fargo, uh, The Leftovers on HBO. Uh, Doctor Who, I believe, is coming back so. in April. Uh, I, I said got them already. Um, there, there's like three um, or four other shows. Once upon a time, I think. Once, once upon a time's back in March. Oh well, because it'll be back in April, though. Yeah, it'll be on. But there was something. There was at least two more. Mm-hmm. There was at least two more. It's fine. <laughs> but. But uh, let's see, over in the chat room here, uh, Monica says that it's sort of uh, Tony Stark takes over a precinct. Oh, interesting. Uh, it, it, <laughs> Typing plot. is not working for her tonight. <laughs> and then uh, Wynn, talking to Wee, says the only thing I watch as it airs is Gotham, as you should. As you should. I, I think I am going to do that post about what I watch. Mm-hmm. And I want you to write down yours for me, too. And I'll just be like, what are our shows? That's fair. I, I'd like Not to necessarily recommendations, but when things air and why we're so crazy trying to keep up on everything. Yeah, and you know what, dear listeners, add it to your homework too. If you want to email that in, we'll <laughs> put it in the blog post too. Yeah. I, as well as 
Random Acts of Kindness and your podcast favorite podcast we don't produce. Yep. Contact at universebox.com is the email. The Twitter is at universe underscore box. The Instagram is at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, again, we'd like to thank our chatters yes. over in the chat room, Angel and Wynn and Monica. Monica. And uh, just a little programming note, we're not going to be doing a show next week. I have an event. Yeah. They, they're, they're, I'm hosting an event. There's a, an event being hosted. So we're going to have to take a week off, but we'll be, be back with In all March. the pop culture news you want and your homework. I went, well, you have in. two weeks to do your homework. Yeah, so, so this is what I need you to pull out your planner and write it down. Yeah. Because you guys keep forgetting to turn in your homework. Mm. And yeah, that's an it, issue. This will basically be our, our once a month. We're not going to be able to do the show, which seems to be about, about the thing. That's about and, right. And the next one, I, I will warn you right now, is going to be. the week after. It, is it the week after? Yeah. Uh, the week after we come back. Yeah. Right? So, so we're off next week. Then we have a show. Then we're off a week. Yeah. Yeah. Although Yay. I'd still like to try and find a way to do one that week. We'll no. No, because we'll you're see. traveling. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> but but uh, we again, uh, when we do a show, when it's we do Thursday, 8.30 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash universe box. And again, we want to thank you guys so much thank for you, joining thank us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. You can check out a lot of the stuff that I do over at, at Orlando Mom's blog because I run that social media stuff now. It's fun. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And uh, you know what? You can follow me for just one more second because I almost forgot the most (gasps) important thing, the takeaways. I can't wait until Pokemon Go actually works on my phone again. In about an hour. I'm the king of New York. I'm the king of New York. Maybe Richard Simmons eloped with the thimble from Monopoly. Ooh. And it's never too late to spice up your life. Uh, Again, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us. And I I guess that'll about do it for this week. So until next time, remember remember to to think think outside. outside.